Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. What's up, Enterprisers? Welcome to another episode of the Enterprise Now podcast, where we shape the mindset of the high achiever to think like an entrepreneur. We talk with masters of the craft to get the cheat codes to success, helping elite enterprisers level up and maximize their brand. I'm your host, LZ, the mayor. Now let's get to it. Welcome to another episode of Enterprise Now. We have a very special guest, Matt. How are you, sir? I'm great. How are you? I am fantastic. On Enterprise Now, we like to get right to the point. But before we do that, Matt, can I get an oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Nice. So, Matt, why don't you tell us a little bit about your business? Sure. So, I am an EMS certified business coach. I work with small business owners every day to help them get unstuck, to help them build a better business, to help them become a better owner. And that's the work that lights me up. I get to help them along their journey, and I get to see uh, behind the scenes of a lot of different small businesses uh, every day, every week. The thing that I love most that Emith Revisited was one of the books that sort of changed my perspective in that it really does a good job of breaking down the three types of business owner, I guess. Um, so what, can you spend a little bit of time of, of breaking that concept down? Sure. So there's this concept of the three personalities. There's a technician, a manager, and an entrepreneur. And the myth behind the e-myth is that most small business owners are, well, we assume they're entrepreneurs, but most people aren't. They're technicians. You're, you're a great plumber. So you're good on your tools and you say, I don't want to work for this boss anymore. I'm going to go start my own business. And just because you go out and start your own business, register your business license, everything else, doesn't mean you're an entrepreneur. You're not thinking like an entrepreneur. You're still thinking like a technician. You want to be out there with your hands on your tools, and you're not necessarily thinking about all the other stuff that goes along with running a business. Right? A manager is there to make sure work gets done. That's the manager's primary thought of this. I just got to check these boxes. I need to move stuff down the assembly line and, and take care of my piece of the business. They're not thinking about the, the whole picture. The entrepreneur's mentality is one that you're, you're thinking strategically. You're thinking long-term. You're trying to set goals and build something, like really build something that's going to last in the long-term. The technician, the manager, they're not thinking about those things. And to be successful, especially as a, as a small business owner starting out, you have to have aspects of all three. Most people are, are really good technicians and decent entrepreneurs. Not a lot of great managers out there, truly, when, when you think about small business owners, because one of the biggest frustrations you often see is people. And part of being a great manager is dealing with people. You know, they, they get stuck in one of these three modes, but it's typically they're stuck being a technician. They're stuck with their hands on the work, doing it day to day. And they get so frustrated and so burnt out because they, they signed on because they, they were sick of their job or they, because they had an idea that they were passionate about. They ended up 
working the worst job in the world because now you're your own boss and the only person that you're responsible to is you. It's not great. So you said a ton in that answer, but break down for us how how do you identify which one of these personalities or which aspect you're dominant in and can you still have a successful business if you are the technician and how do you how do you navigate that sure so identifying where you're at it's mostly about the type of work that you're doing right if you're doing something that moves the business day to day if you're selling if you're marketing, if you're building the ads, right? If you're out there with your hands on the tools, you're in a technician role, right? If your primary work that you do is about taking care of people, taking care of employees, you're in a manager's role. If the primary work that you do is strategy, high-level problem-solving, system building, you're in that entrepreneur's role. You're in that entrepreneur's mindset. And again, there's there's going to be demand in all of those areas for a lot of small business owners. The goal is to be able to build a business that allows you to work the way that you want to work. So I have clients right now that they love selling. They love going out and finding new clients and, and bringing them in, bringing in that new business. And he can't imagine his, his business without that, right? So that's fine. You want to be the technician. You want to be, you know, not even the, the director of sales, but the lead salesman, great. Let's set the business up to work that way for you. You can't just do that. doesn't mean that's the only thing you get to do. You got to put the entrepreneur's hat on sometimes and do the strategy and do the planning. You got to put the manager's hat on sometimes and make sure the systems and the people are taken care of. But if you want your business to, to support you in going out to sell, great. Let's set it up that way. Let's put you in that position, but you have to do it deliberately. Got it. Now, what, um, how much of your work is in the self-awareness area, right? Because sometimes people think that they're entrepreneurs, but they're really the manager. <laughs> have have oh, you absolutely. found that? Oh, uh, 100%. 100%. There, a huge amount of work that we do, especially in the E-Myth program, is about understanding who you are, what's important to you, and where you're trying to go. And those are tough conversations sometimes because it's really easy to tell yourself a story for long enough that you start to believe it, right? Like we're all, we're all guilty of this on some level, but hiring a coach, digging in to do the work, to, to try and be a better owner is going to require you to get uncomfortable. Like you're going to have to dig in on this stuff and, and crack open, you know, <laughs> some of the, these old fears, these old insecurities. Like we're going to have to reckon with that stuff. And in the EMIT program, we try and do it really early. Like we start with what's your primary aim? What are the things that are most important to you in your life? And by unraveling some of that, we start to, to really get down to, I've told myself that I've been the entrepreneur for a long time, but I'm over here with my hands on my tools every day. And I haven't thought like a business owner since I started the business, right? I've, I've been over here saying that I'm managing people, but really I just scream at people, micromanage, do the work myself. You, then you start to wonder why you're unhappy, right? Like it takes really looking in the mirror and digging in on this stuff if you're going to make progress. Yeah, I am probably one of the biggest fans in the whole wide world of coaching because I think having a good coach or I should say a right fit coach is a game changer. Talk about that a little bit and how 
how important coaching is in the process of becoming um, a successful business owner. Sure. I mean, I come from a sports background, right? My, uh, all my education, undergrad, grad school, a lot of my professional life early on was, was coaching soccer, right? And so I've seen the value of good coaches. I, w- I was able to be passionate about that sport because I had great coaches early on. And you look at any successful professional athlete, I mean, the greatest of all time, right? Those guys all have coaches, support teams around them. It's not just, you know, it's not just Michael Jordan and Phil Jackson, right? Michael Jordan had a dedicated physical trainers. They had, you know, nutritionists. LeBron spends millions of dollars every year taking care of himself and getting himself in a position to be successful. And so as a business owner, as a CEO, even as, a, as an executive, as a manager, if you want to perform at a really high level, you need an outside perspective. You need somebody to hold you accountable. You need somebody who, who looks at things differently that's going to push you along. And that's one of the things I love about the work that I get to do is get to come in and, and crack open some of these stories. You get to push, you know, to poke around a little bit and, you know, hey, what's that over there in the corner that you've been ignoring for five years? Let's talk about that, right? I have a coach. I have mentors that I work with that make me a better coach. And I couldn't look at my clients and recommend this if I weren't doing the exact same thing. If you're not trying to get better, you're stagnating, you're, you're falling off. And I think uh, an executive coach, uh, uh, an owner's coach, it, it's a requirement if you really want to go to the next level. Agree. Now, Matt, you're, you're, you strike me as a very intelligent, uh, smart, wise oh, well, guy. Thank you. But if you're anything like me, you've done some things that maybe weren't so smart, intelligent, or wise. Um, so this next segment is called What is the stupidest thing you've done? What are some of the things, or maybe just one, that you look back on and you say, huh, that was probably not my brightest moment? I mean, how far back are we going to go here, right? Those, those hazy nights <laughs> in college, we could, we could start there probably. I'll take a, a slightly more professional example. Coaching okay. soccer, gosh, it's 10 years ago now, maybe more. Tough game, rivalry game. We'd seen this team a couple of times. And there was a moment in the game, it just set me off, and I absolutely lost my mind. Just lost it. I'm standing three, four yards on the field, screaming at the referee. The other coach starts starts chirping at me over here. I turn and I go after him, not physically, but, you know, I was in his space just losing my mind on this guy. And luckily I had an assistant. He came over and grabbed me like, hey, man, you, you, you need to come back. Like that was way too much. And I didn't even wait for the referee. I just, I walked off. I'm like, I, I know, I know, I'm, <laughs> I'll go. And went and sat in my car in the parking lot and came back and apologized to people after the game. But I look back at that and it's like such a, it's like a heavy memory, right? Because just so uncalled for, such a bad example. And just like, so I'm coaching like 14-year-old kids. It's not the World Cup. And it just completely lost my mind. That's one that still kind of hangs over my head a little bit. Got it. So what are some of the lessons that you learn from things like that, right? Because a lot of times as, as business owners, right? We all have those moments because there's a, it's, it's very stressful. And the thing I tell people is 80, uh, something like 
90% of people, if you ask them the question, do they want to own their own business, they'll say mm -hmm. yes. But they don't really know or understand how hard it is, how stressful it is, how frustrating it can be, all this stuff. So there's, there's all, all of us have moments where we've, we've done things in our businesses and in our lives, right, that were, were not our brightest moments. But in my mind, those are opportunities for us to learn and to, and to grow. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, the lessons from that one, nothing's that important, right? That moment, it meant nothing in the grand scheme of things. Like you can get so invested in, as an entrepreneur, you're investing a lot, right? There are much bigger risks than what I was dealing with on the sideline of a soccer game. So it's easy for the emotions to get really high, but you got to step back and detach from that a little bit. You have to have a better perspective, a different perspective on these things. And most decisions that we make in a day-to-day, -day, even if it's a big risk for the business, it's not life and death, right? There's a way through it. And we got to understand that. We got to see that path a little bit. And the other one that for me is like, that was just so out of line with how I wanted to lead. So out of line with my values and the things that actually, like how I actually want to show up. And it's just a reminder that like, if you're not starting at that point, like if you're not starting from your values and the things that actually matter, it's so easy to get off track. Like I'm, I'm like, I have the adrenaline going now. Like I feel itchy right now. Just thinking like reliving that moment. And it's because it's so far detached from like how I want to show up on the day to day. And so that's understanding your values, understanding what really matters and leading from that point, starting from that point. It's so important. So what are, what is the, the top two keys to success as a business owner? My biggest one is you always have to be improving, right? And that's, that's me personally, right? As a coach, as, as owning my own practice, owning my own business, I have to be getting better regularly, right? And sometimes that means doubling down on a strength and sometimes that means addressing areas of weakness. But if you want a better business, you have to be a better owner. And I think, well, let's see, man, two, you're kind of hamstringing me here. The one that's come up for me a lot lately, and, and so I'll, I'll come at this number two, is as an owner, you have to have yourself organized. You have to know what your most important work is, what your priorities are, what you're going to work on day to day, week to week. Know where that balance is between the technician, the manager, the entrepreneur, being really deliberate about that and knowing where your stuff is, being organized. That goes such a long way, especially for the, you know, the folks that I'm working with, the clients that I'm working with, just being organized, being prepared on a day-to-day -day basis has such a huge impact. If, you're, if you don't have to show up and guess what you're going to do on Monday, the, the day runs a lot smoother. Agreed. So as the old saying goes, time flies when you're having fun. If people want to reach out to you, learn more about your business um, and what you do, or to say hi, how can they do that? Uh, best way is coachmattcarl.com. And, uh, or you can find me on LinkedIn, Matt Carl, EMS certified business coach, happy to chat with folks there and uh, really focus on building that network, building, uh, growing those connections. So happy to connect with anybody who's, uh, hearing this today. All right, sir. Thanks again for your time. Thanks, LZ. Appreciate it. If you got value from today's show, we want you to join the enterprises elite email list for more nuggets and resources. And remember, no excuses, just execution. Go get it.
What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.